What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. You know, that line just really stuck with us. Like, it, yes, it's crazy how some things just, like, stick. Because I know, like, in the past, we tried different segments. We, you know, moving things in and out. But that is one thing that has remained constant and true to the girls. Well, you look nice today. Yes, thank you. You got your little sparkles on, the little one-two. Need to start doing a little shoe cam every week. So I feel like I be acting all, you know. You are a shoe girl. I am, and I got a house with your shoes. You know, a little Alexander Wayne. Mmm, some light. I got a little Fashion Nova. You know, a little one, two. You know what I'm saying? I am <laughs> so, what you been up to, girl? What's wrong with the Fashion Nova? I got a few of them. <laughs> What you been up to this weekend? Oh, um, I just been like working on stuff for Muse. I have some stuff coming up, and I just had like a little sale. The sale did really good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just really been working, and I was chilling most of the weekend. I went out to eat on Friday. Um, it was really good. I went to this place called Rumi's Kitchen. Mm, I haven't heard of it. Mm -hmm. So it's actually one in Midtown, and then it's another one in Sandy Springs. What kind of food is it? It's like. I don't know if it's Mediterranean or Persian, mm. but yeah. It's one of them different types of mm -hmm. But it's actually really good. And so I went there on, yeah, Friday, but I went to the one in Sandy Springs. But it's actually one that's like in Midtown, not okay, that far okay. from my house. Yeah. Yeah, me and Kiki and um, Tiffany, shout out to Kiki. We went to Amor, E. Amor. Oh, yeah, me and Elise went there a few months ago, yeah. and it was actually really, really good. The place where you, like, put the little hats on yes, and stuff. Yes, yeah, it was actually really good. I was really pleasantly surprised. Yeah, that place is really, really good. It's I love the food. Little, you know? I feel like when you step in there, it's like you stepped back into, like, the 70s. Like, it's very much giving, like, Saturday Night Fever, yes. like, Scarface vibes. It like, is. It, like, like, it should have been in one of the movies. Well, when we went, they have the Valentine's Day set up, mm -hmm. so it's, like, all the streamers from the city and there's like heart balloons everywhere oh, okay. and stuff. But yeah. yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely like a cute girls night or it mm -hmm. can be like a date night vibe mm -hmm. for sure, for sure. Um, so crazy thing, I went, I did a little shopping this weekend and I went to the Chanel store and one of the girls at the Chanel store is a poor girl. For real? Yes. I said, oh, now we got the little connect. Okay. I'm going to have to give her, I'm, I'm going to give her, next time you go, just let me know, girl, because I'm going to shoot her, um, yes, shoot you her hey, info. Yes, send me her info. So what did you get? Girl, I got me, okay, so the thing is about me and Chanel, I am trying to get my classic pieces together. And okay. when I got my first Chanel bag, I was actually really mad because, and I was just in the moment, I was just excited to get a bag, bitch. Mm -hmm. And I got um, the bag with the, with the silver hardware. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got the classic flat you with know, the silver I love hardware. But the type of stuff, like, I wear, I like gold jewelry. All my accessories are usually gold. I'm like, I can really never wear this bag. So now I wear my Chanel bag, like, casually. Like, mm -hmm. I wear it casually. So I was like, I need, so I went back. You like silver? You like gold hardware more than silver hardware? I do. I do. Mm -hmm. I do. So I went back, and I got the bigger one. Mm -hmm. And I got it in black, but I got the gold hardware this time. Mm -hmm. And honestly, Chanel, y'all really wild with these prices. I mean, like, y'all need to relax a little bit. You know, y'all get a little extreme. But, yeah. I mean, prices is great. Yeah, of course. I mean, I didn't buy it. But 
that's beside the point. It was really extreme. But the sales lady was really nice. Her name was Farah. Mm-hmm. And she helped me out. So next time, you know, you go, just let her know what you want beforehand. And she'll probably pull it for you. Yes, so you can girl. go in and out. It was so cute. She was I'm like, gonna have to hit Farah up. Yes, when I, I just was telling my little boo. That's what I want for Valentine's Day. Yes, a nice little Chanel. Yeah, I got my um, I had to get my little gifts early or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I um Walked in and she was like, oh my God, I just had to, I, I'm coming to take care of you. I just want to let you know I watch you and I listen to you, Andrea, every morning. Oh my I was God. like, for real? I said, now I got the plug. Okay, <laughs> now we got us a little Chanel plug. We do, we do. So yeah, I had a good weekend. I got, y'all know, I just, like I said, I did some shopping. Um, but I really just been chilling. I feel like um, I have been back in therapy super hard. Um, I think that was one of the things I said I was going to work on for the new year. And I think me and my therapist like really made a breakthrough because I talk about this on Patreon a lot. I think everybody knows I kind of struggle with like depression and mental health things and things like that. So we really identify what it is for me. She was like, I think it's the weather. Like the weather really affects my mood. I mean, well, seasonal depression yes. is a thing for a lot of people. Because I was like, I've been, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I have been down bad like for the past like six weeks. Like I've just not been in a good space. But I'm like, okay, like this week I've been doing better, but it's like the sun's out. You know, the sun has been out all week and I'm like, okay, I'm starting to feel a little better. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel like myself again because I go through these like little bouts. So... I'm back. I feel like I'm back to being me again. Mm-hmm. So we good. good. We in this thing. All right. So Ty, the beautiful Ty. Because, baby, this shit busted. Because you over there sipping. I'm like, let me catch up. Yeah, girl, well, I like all of your drinks, first of all. They all be good as fuck. Is bomb. But I just, I don't know. Something is wrong with me. Like, I love spicy shit. And I found out recently that, like, when people that like spice, it's actually not, like, a flavor thing. It's, like, a pain thing. <gasps> yeah, I found that out. No, like, you like pain. Ooh, that sounds a little freaky. Like, it's, yeah, like, because I, be, cause I guess, like, hotness isn't a flavor. Mm. Like, you more so like the feeling, if that, that makes, makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, so I found that out recently. So apparently all of us that like spicy stuff, we we like pain. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I told you she was going to like spicy and tahini. Yeah. Didn't I say that yeah. before she came? Yeah. It's really so good. So this one, this is the jalapeno agave that I talked about before. So what you all are sipping on, we call the prickly pineapple. So it has a little taste of some pineapple juice in there. It's kind of like a margarita flavor, you know, so we have the tequila, we have some orange liqueur, some lime juice, some pineapple apple juice and then a jalapeno agave i even muddled a few more jalapenos in that thing just to give you an extra little kick and then we top the rim with some tahini so that's giving you some of that paprika salt flavor to it as well I am fucking with it. Okay. This is really good. And, and I'm, I'm getting not... a little tipsy already because y'all know. <laughs> I'm weak. I, I am because <laughs> I don't barely be drinking, y'all. I really do not barely drink no mm. more. Well, this is like my first drink that I done had since Friday and like... Mm, I know that's right. Well, I'm not going to lie, bitch. I've been getting fucked up this past week. No, I've been like, out of there. I definitely... This is my first drink I had since Friday. And even last week, like, we didn't record last week. We did So, it. I only had a drink on Friday last week. You are an angel. That is good. That is good for you. I just don't really be liking the feeling like that no more. Like, I don't like the feeling of getting drunk. Like, right. don't get me wrong. Like, I like to have me a drink. Mm-hmm. Maybe two. Like, I like to feel a little buzz, feel on my level, feeling tip. myself. Yeah, but, like, getting drunk, I just think that ain't really for me no more. And plus, the results I've been getting from the gym and not drinking. Right. I ain't going back. 
Well, I'll say this. Let me not say I'm getting fucked up because I don't like that hangover. I had one hangover last week, y'all. It took me so long to shake back. I was like, nah, I'm really cool on this. I'm not 23-year-old Lex no more. Girl, I woke up. I had a bruise right here. Don't know where it came from. Child. Bro, that's how it be, too, when you be getting drunk and you be having hangovers. You be waking up the next day. All type of shit be wrong. And you be like, how the hell this happened? Yes. It's just like, yeah. I just, I don't like the feeling of having a hangover. And then it's like, like it's no reason why I should be drinking to the point that I have a hangover. Right, and you're sick. And like you said, you wake up, ankle swollen, nails busted. Face swollen. Booty hole hurt. Oh, no? Okay. Maybe that's just me. Hey! Yeah, my booty hole ain't never hurt. <laughs> I be having some some wild nights. Yeah, my booty hole ain't never hurt when I woke up. I'm weak. Well, because you... I feel like either something, you know, I will remember something going out or something going in. <laughs> so, and that's the only way I could see it hurting. Not from nothing coming out. Uh, yeah, that's true. okay. Speaking of stuff coming out your booty hole, mm-hmm. I know we talked about this before, but I seen a tweet today. Um, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> You know me, y'all just always be thinking about random stuff. Because I'm like, yeah, because if it hurt when it's coming out, you need to drink water. You need more fiber. Oh, well, I was more, more so Not talking you. about sexual I'm things. saying in general. Oh, in general, yeah. I, I got another story later. I'm going to tell you about that, too. But anyways, I had a question. You had a log coming out there? No, I didn't. But I'll go ahead and tell you real quick. Y'all know I've been on my healthy shit. I've been eating good, eat healthy. And I had a, a slip up the other day. I wanted some fucking Taco Bell, bitch, okay? So I was drunk. I ordered some Taco Bell. When I tell y'all, I'm not kidding. Immediately, I finished my taco. I had ordered two tacos. That's it. Immediately when I finished that taco, my stomach was making the most horrendous noise. It was yelling. I, it actually it scared me. I said, who in here? Who in here? Who it's in my you, room? It's what you deserve. It is what I deserve. Um, you shouldn't have ate that. I know. I was just like tipsy and I was hungry. And y'all, when I tell y'all, uh, my toilet is the hardest working thing in show business. Because, baby, it sent me to the moon. I was literally on the toilet I praying. believe it. I was praying. I said, is this how it ends? Like, poor mind is done. Um, how am I going to, like, greet my mother and tell her this is what happened? It was, it was a wild, a wild night. Yeah. I just, I haven't, I don't know. When is the last time I ate Taco Bell? I, the last time I ate Taco Bell... It had to have probably been with you because you're the only person I know that be eating it. No, for real. And so it had to have been with you. It probably definitely And it was probably me. on like a drunk night, but it's, this probably was like at least over a year or two ago. Oh, definitely. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Now, the worst thing that I can honestly say that I have ate recently was like me and my best friend, Lynn, we got so drunk like mm-hmm. last year. I don't know, probably like at the end of the year. And we had ordered from Checkers. A little checkers, a little yeah, one we had ordered some food from checkers, but it was like mad shit. That's how it be though. When it you're like, like the chicken you. bites, the fries, like it was a, you a burger, a whole bunch of shit. You gotta yeah. go in. But yeah, for me, I just realized I never thought I would have a, the body that doesn't react to fast food anymore, especially Taco Bell, because it's fine cuisine to me. But you getting older. I, I think know. yo, you know your body changes you get older or whatever. Like me, I love cheese, but like, and I love dairy, but I just feel like as I'm getting older, like dairy just don't be fucking with me right. like that. Well, also, I have been doing kind of like my pescatarian thing, and like, of course, like, you know, I have a little bit like 
when I go out to eat with Kiki, like we do like the little girls night once a week, we go to dinner. We went to this place called Americano too and it was really good. But anyway, so it's like, I'll have a cheat day when I go out to eat, but that's like good food. Every day, I eat the same thing every day. I have avocado toast um, with a little nice little egg on there. Like then I'll have a salad for lunch. And then like for dinner, I usually cook something really like a piece of candy. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, I literally, I don't even crave nasty food like fast food anymore. So for me, I was just like, yeah, I was I in the really moment. I didn't feel like cooking. And girl, when I tell you, it did not agree with me. Mm. It got real ugly. It got real ugly in there. I was actually shocked. I was like, okay, I'm never doing this to myself again. But anyways, that's beside the point what I wanted to talk about. I have to ask you this real quick before we get into these topics because I saw this tweet uh, this morning. Shout out to uh, Tosh No Chill. Shout out to Tasha. Uh, Y'all know I don't do Twitter topics. We don't do Twitter topics, but it just intrigued me because we have talked about this before. And she was like, the tweet basically said, I think it's so crazy that y'all will share fluids with a man, but you're embarrassed to basically shit in front of him or like shit whenever he's in the vicinity. And then somebody responded, they were like, that's because they're losers and they're dating fucking losers. And everybody was like, yeah, because it's not that serious. Y'all are weird. And I'm like, damn. Because I'm not going to lie. I'm that girl. I don't shit in front of my man. Now, let me say this. I don't hold it. I have a two-bedroom apartment. Like, if I have a nigga over, I just go into the extra bedroom and I do what I got to do. And then, you know, whatever. Or if I'm on vacation, I'll just politely act like I got a phone call, mm-hmm. and go to the lobby and handle my business. I don't care if I've been with a man for 10 years. I don't even, I barely do that in front of my friends, though. It's not just a man thing. I don't even like, I barely like doing that in front of my friends. I think it's just a thing with me, and I have a thing with smells and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was just, so. I was just amazed at how many women just was like, going in about it. Mm-hmm. Like, thinking that people are like, you are so weird. Y'all are so, I'm like, I just can't do it. I don't shit in front of niggas neither. Like, no. I just in don't. what world? I feel like once you live with somebody, like, you know what I mean? Once you and a man live together, then that's different. Because obviously, different. I mean, if you got to go, you got to go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if we don't live together, why am I shitting in front of you? Right. Even if we go on vacation, like if we staying at a hotel or we staying at a villa or wherever, it's multiple bathrooms. It's multiple bathrooms. So I can go somewhere else and defecate. Like I don't need to do that in the same vicinity or the same room with my men. And even in a house, that's why it's like, yes, because when I live with a nigga, we going to live in a big ass house. Right. I'm going to go on one what? end of the house and you going to be on the other end of the house and that's how we going to do that. It's, Mm-mm. I'm maybe and people be liking to say you know that's real love that's when not you real can love shit me. in front of somebody I, I don't I don't think you. that I feel like the only time you should be shitting in front of your niggas if y'all live in a one bathroom one place. bedroom like yeah that's different that's no different. one bathroom because I mean you could live in a two bedroom with one, one yeah, bathroom yeah that's what I'm saying but if it's only one bathroom in the house then that makes sense because right. if you gotta go you gotta go right. whether somebody brushing their teeth or not right but. Under no circumstance, if it's multiple bathrooms in the house, why am I shitting in the bathroom with my nigga in here? Right. Like, or, not, or even if he's in the I next room. I used to fuck with this nigga that used to do that. Oh, my God. I hated it there. So horrible. So it horrible. was. I used to be brushing my teeth and shit and taking a shower. This nigga used to be shitting. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't and do then, it. And then be asking me to bring him a pillow. <laughs> to put under his feet. No, you ain't never heard, like,
like hot hell the pillow when your stomach be hurting when you be on the toilet. Maybe uh-uh. my mama used to my mama used to do that when I was. Well, a kid. I know the people like put, she used to bring me a pillow. They put <laughs> stuff under your feet because they say if you lift your feet, it makes it slide out. Nah, he just used to be holding me because I guess his stomach would be hurting or he would ask me to bring him water and stuff. Girl. And I'd be well, like, how long you on now to need all that? He want a movie. He needed more. A snack? He needed more fiber. The fact. He was struggling. Oh my goodness. Because he used to be grunting too. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's up, y'all? It's your girl XP. And it's your girl Dre Nicole. One thing about life that we know, it is always changing and evolving. Yes. I feel like the thing about, especially being in your 30s for us, you have to adjust. And I think sometimes we believe that we can adjust on our own, but therapy has helped me so much go through this changing process in my life. Yeah, and I just feel like being in your 30s is just really a pivotal point in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's important to like really get to know yourself and be able to talk to somebody about everything that you're going through because your 30s are completely different from your 20s. Right. And so I actually just changed therapists recently on mm-hmm. BetterHelp. I, okay. I, I will admit, I started stopped going to therapy for a while mm-hmm. but I just started back and I actually just changed therapist and I love my new therapist and that's something that I really love about better help is because they make it super easy for you to change therapist whenever you need to right and even it's if, just at the click of a button right and even if you're in your 20s and you're thinking yeah. about therapy because you're going through something in your life Y'all, just try it. This is your sign. If you've kind of been yep. back and forth about therapy, this is your sign to go. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to www.betterhelp.com backslash poor minds and get 10% off of your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com backslash poor minds. Get you some therapy, child. Yes. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. Listen up. If you have an e-commerce business or you're thinking about starting it, we have something that is going to help you grow your business immensely. Yes, we love ShipStation. Me personally, especially because y'all know I have Muse Beauty and it literally helps me cut down my shipping time so much mm-hmm. and it automates everything for me to where I don't have to do anything for myself. Like all I have to do, all I have to do is make a login mm-hmm. and ShipStation does everything for me. Yes, yeah, so whether you're selling on Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, all of those platforms, it handles everything for you. I'm telling y'all, 98% of people who sign up for ShipStation stay customers for life yes and you can get 84% off of USPS and UPS rates no I love a discount now me too so what you're gonna do is you're gonna go to shipstation.com and use code poor minds y'all you're gonna get two months for free and if you're a business owner you know how much money that can save you so go to shipstation.com use code poor minds and you're gonna get two months for free to help your business grow yes keep growing your business all year long with shipstation dot com use called poor minds period but i had a i had a recent situation <laughs> he did oh, used to Andrea. he did used to be grand i used to be like you okay you know? i had a situation i don't know if i told this on the show already but i had went like mm. me, me and this man were not fucking we were not we were just hanging out i was trying to see if i liked him and he went to the bathroom mind you this man had a three-story home he has a bathroom on the first floor a bathroom on the second floor, and two bathrooms on the third floor. Mm-hmm. And he decided, while I, I, we came back to the crib, I'm making the drinks, he decided to take his ass in the half bathroom on the second floor that we were on and take a shit. And not only did he take a shit, he immediately came out. So the, the, the doo-doo trail followed him. 
The doodle trail followed him. So when he came back around and hit me like a ton of bricks, I said, ooh. I just think niggas don't look at shit in the same way that well, we you look should. at shit. No, I really don't. I think niggas don't look at shit in the same way that women look at shit. Mm. Like, and then he probably felt like, too, like, bitch, you at my house. This is my house. Go upstairs. He probably wanted to be like, go home. No, he the one who asked me to come <laughs> over there. Because, baby, I would have gladly what if he? What if he was trying to get you to leave when he did that for real? What he, if he really... What, what if he did that because he was like... I really want... And I, I'm ready for her to go. Oh Let me shit real quick and open the door. Well, well, baby, he sent me packing then. I ain't going to lie to you. He sent me fucking packing. But it was like, I didn't want to... And I didn't even want to go over there. Because I have this theory. I really feel like people be doing shit. So it's not like people be scared to tell you, like, how they really feel. So they just be doing shit to, like, force you out. I'm fucking with... Well, I don't think that was the case. Because that definitely was the case with this nigga. But it was just kind of like... Mm-mm. It, it, was, it was really... And honestly, I didn't like him before that. But after that, it was really kind of like... I'm done. And it's like... Why you ain't like him and you was at his house? No. Well, I was trying to give him a chance. He wasn't necessarily my type, but I was trying to like, you know, I be trying to like date outside the box and, mm -hmm. you know, try something different. And then up to that point, he didn't do anything to me. Mm -hmm. I was just like, mm, I don't know if this is the man for me, but I was trying to give him a fair shot. You know, like getting older and dating, I try to give people a fair shot. I was trying to give him a fair shot. But you didn't like him? I didn't think I did. I was like, maybe he'll grow on me. I thought that maybe he could grow on me and it could grow. But honestly... Is that where we at with it now? Um, honestly... Are we getting older? Like, no. I don't even feel like that's still... A, that's like a form of settling. No, it's not necessarily settling. But I've had situations before where, like, I met a guy and I didn't like him off the bat. And then, like, I got to know him, and I was like, damn, that's crazy, because I really fuck with you, you know? So I was like, maybe it'll get there. Maybe it'll get there. Because some guys, I meet you, and the first night, we tonguing each other down. We in love, and you my man, my man, my man. But I'm like, maybe I need to slow things down and just really get to know people. So in that yeah. situation, I was just trying to take it slow and let him grow on me. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it backfired, because he was trying to get to know me too soon. I bet. And then, after that, he had the nerve to try to kiss me, and it's... We gonna move on. His breath was funky. It, why? Why you still smell like Hennessy? Like it was just not giving. It was just not giving. It was, but yeah, I'm just. I was just making sure we were on the same page with that because I was like, I don't, you know, I do like that for no them. Hennessy breath. No, I'm talking about like the 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 going to the bathroom in front of your nigga. Like I just don't like that. And I'm the not, breath should have been the issue too. Oh no, the breath was the issue. I never saw him after that. Yes. Uh. Uh. What Trina said on that song smelled like bunk in, in, in mm. Hennessy. <laughs> mm. What the fuck is bunk? Oh no. Do y'all do anybody in the room know what that is? Cocaine. For real? It's called bunk. Yeah. Miami people call it that. What it smell like? Bunk. It don't sound like it. Anything bunk don't sound like it smell good. I feel like that's what you say like when a nigga dick stank or something. Like girl, that nigga dick smell like bunk. Mm. <laughs> I feel like niggas' dicks be smelling like bunk after they work out. Ooh-wee. Not the little salted dick. Coochie be smelling a little bunky, too. But coochie bunk smells low-key kind of good. Bunk? Bunk? Bunk don't never smell good, No, I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, you ever fuck with a nigga, like, and he, like, y'all been out at the club, and you want to take a shower real quick, but he like, nah. Like, he, he want it. He want it. He want that bunk. He want some bunk. He want that bunk. Coochie bunk is different from this. Coochie bunk. All that shit is bunkers, <laughs> bitch. I don't give a fuck. I don't want nothing around me smelling bunky. But when I say bunk, I mean just your pheromones, bitch. You don't have... When I think of pheromones, I... 
I don't know. Something about that word is just sexy to me. Okay. Like, I think of, like, something so, that yeah. smells delectable. Yes. Bunk don't sound delectable. Well, when I say coochie, coochie bunk, I mean your pheromones. That, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Buy it. I don't like that. Because, honestly, nigga. That's his new nickname, Bunk. Bunk. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no, he don't even need a nickname. Because, baby, when I tell you I'm not talking about this man no more, you will never see me again. Mr. Boom. Oh, Boom Daddy. <laughs> Hell no. And then before, I'm glad this, I'm glad Javier talked. I always wondered what that meant, boom. but I always it was just always a funny word to me. You know what? Before we get into these topics again, I was late today because I missed my turn. Cause I was jamming Boosie so fucking hard. And I know Boosie. <laughs> Why is, did you miss your turn? Because I was like, God damn, this nigga spitting. We used to. We used to, I mean, niggas really used to be rapping about, like, real shit. And I know Boosie is problematic, but he said something in this song. And it was so simple, but it was so real. Mind you, the year, what, is 2005, 2006. And Boosie said, you better keep your girl inside, because girls fucking nigga dry 745. And I'm like, hell yeah, we was. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah, Boosie. We fucking was. Boosie used to be I mean, the shit that he was saying, he was just like... He was just always on some real shit. Shout out to Boosie. You made me miss my exit today. I fuck with Boosie. But I was like really riding to that shit. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's all I had to say. I love little Boosie boys. He has a very distinct voice. I do. I feel like that's what... Like, don't get me wrong. He be saying some real shit. But I think his voice is what make the <laughs> music funny. so great. No, it's not funny. It just make it great. Yeah. Like, his voice is what makes the music so great. Yeah. Yeah. He said, they be on a nigga. Yeah, they want a nigga. They gonna take little Boosie home and knack a donkey with him. Because he already know. We finna go stupid. Mm. Boosie. A poet. Mm-hmm. Range Rover, all white like a toe tip. Hey. Got a pretty smile, smell real good. Only time she need a man is for that good jug. A they poet. They buy the bar, too. They superstars, too. Man. You supposed to say the next word. All I'm saying is this. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, you supposed to say the next word. You don't know it. No, wait. I swear to God. I swear to God I do. I am just in the moment right now, and I'm a little tipsy. So we got to get through You tipsy already? I am. But all, like I said, all I had was the avocado Maybe toast. I'm a, I'm I mean, I'm a little tipsy. I haven't ate at all today, so exactly. I'm lit. Okay, well, let's get to these topics, bitch. We ain't even started. Okay. I'm not eating. I've gotten in the... I've gotten, I've gotten, I've gotten in the 150s, and I'm just not going to eat. Because, because I'm about to tip the scale. Let me tell y'all what happened. <laughs> oh, so please. I got on the scale. I got on the scale this morning, and I was 159.8. Oh! So I said... Mm. Whatever I eat today, it's going to determine how much I weigh tomorrow. I haven't seen 159.8 on the scale since I was born. Until I get to. 159.8 is amazing. I will never see that. Well, bitch, I haven't seen 150 anything on the scale since 2021. So I'm very, very proud of my progress. Thank you. One thing I, I do love about your body is like, I know you, like, when you get thicker, you be like, okay, I'm too big. But you carry your weight well. Because a lot of girls, your height, like, when you gain weight, you gain it well. It goes into the right spots. Yeah, but I feel like that's only because I've had lipo. You know? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like when you have lipo, when you get lipo, and then I've had lipo twice. So I feel like when you get lipo, 
your weight distributes differently yeah, it, it because it's does. harder for the I mean and I used to think that was some bullshit when they would say that but no I feel like if you go get your lipo from the right person it's hard for the fat to grow back in the areas that you had lipo it really in. is you know what I mean so I feel like that's why my weight distribute the way that it do yeah it normally just don't really go to my waist like my waist but it never really did go to your waist before though you never really had much of a waist Genetically I mean, speaking. I mean, yes, 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 that's that's true. That's true. But I just feel like prior to me getting lipo, I do feel like it just don't go there. Like it I don't li- move. and that's why I think people can't really tell a difference in like when my weight be fluctuating mm-hmm. for real, because I just feel like my waist is still small. Do your titties grow? Yes. Okay. To me, they do at okay. least. Yeah. I be noticing a difference, but okay. yeah, and I notice a difference in my body too. I guess you know, obviously, you see yourself naked every day, and I feel like when I be like last year when I was like in the one seventies, which is insane to me because I've literally lost like fifteen pounds mm-hmm. since last year. My booty and my legs be so big. It's juicy, ain't it? It's giving a thick horse. When I tell you, a my stallion, my booty don't start. When I was 170, I was a stallion. Yeah, you sure were. I was. Uh, I know. Mm-hmm. What are you now? A pony. Ben. But I'm cool. Okay. But I'm cool with being a pony because, you know, I want to be a pony yes, right now. Yes, you want to be a pony. But I was a stallion. All right. But and that's word to Meg. Mm. Thank you, Ty. Speaking of Meg, we miss you. Come back, please. Okay. Amen. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. My booty is so juicy right now. Mm-hmm. It is so juicy. Like, I lost, I recently, because y'all know I was 210, then I got down to 180. I, I accidentally got back up to 190, but I'm back at 180 again, and my booty is just so juicy. I think it's because my waist, I don't have no waist, y'all. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> God damn. Sheesh. That was the equivalent to somebody like finishing Y'all, the I room. only be drinking one day out the week for real. Maybe two. <laughs> Maybe two. It depends on if I got something to do. Y'all make sure y'all book Todd. She gonna but I only be drinking one day out the week. So I be trying to have me a motherfucking ball. And do. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And if you are a fan of Poor Minds, you are going to love this announcement that we have to make. Period. Because, baby. This is Kiki Palmer. Hello. Our favorite... Virgo, Kiki Palmer has a new podcast dropping called Baby, This is Kiki Palmer. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know where your favorite child star actors have been, you want to know where Tom from MySpace has been, and you just want to get some tea and some good chit-chat, this is going to be the podcast for you. Yes, no topics are off limits. Mm -hmm. So all you have to do is go to Amazon Music, and it's ad-free, and you can listen to Baby. This it's is Kiki, Kiki Palmer. Palmer. Come and sit on the couch with us, Kiki. Are we going to join you on Baby This is Kiki Palmer? Kiki, so you love me. <laughs> Period. Follow Baby This is Kiki Palmer wherever you get your podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And I'm about to put y'all on to an app that I absolutely love. At night, I have been having trouble sleeping, and I like to wind down. So sometimes I want to hear a little story. So whether you're trying to get in the mood, like a little sexy time, or you just want to, like, hear something to kind of just make you relax, DipsyStories.com is the app for you. Yes, that's why I love Dipsy, because, you know, sometimes you just be a little sleepy, and sometimes you be a little horny. 
horny. Mood. So, you know, they have a lot of different people on there that tell their stories, like Saranis J. Jackson, mm-hmm. ER, Fight Master, and Luke Cook. Yes, and Dipsy Stories also has straight and queer listeners. 56% of the stories are told by people of color, mm-hmm. which I absolutely love because I like nothing like a strong black man voice now. Right. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to dipsystories.com slash poor minds. That's D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com backslash poor minds. And you're going to get 30 days of free access to the mm-hmm. entire app. Let me tell y'all something. No matter what you have going on, if you're trying to just relax, they have wellness stories, sexy time stories, whatever you need just to chill and meditate you're going to absolutely love this app. I swear to I love it too. Mm-hmm. Get it spicy, poo. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Let's get to these topics. Okay. Bit. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is what is your mo- motivation to have children? So there's this discourse going on right now and y'all know I be on TikTok. I be scrolling. I don't post as much as I should, whatever. But it's basically like women with children versus women without children. Because women without children, they celebrate not having children. And you can celebrate not having children without offending people with children. So I've noticed a lot of women without children, they'll say things like, oh, it couldn't be, you got to wake up at six, make breakfast, do this, do that. Couldn't be me. I'm having a ball. I'm outside. Okay, that's fine, but there's a way to celebrate your childless life without bringing women in it who don't have children. And then I noticed that the women with children, they're like, well, I have somebody to love, and this is um, a, a small version of me, and I get to give something to the world, and all, whatever their reason is for having children. I'm just like, and you don't, they, they be saying, oh, you don't have a point, you don't have a purpose in life until you really have a child and you realize what's important. And I'm like, is that true, though? So... I want to talk about what is your motivation to have children or to not have children? Because I'm on the fence with it. Obviously, everybody knows that. I don't know if I want children. I don't know yet. But you want children. Mm -hmm. How many you want? I'm getting older. So I just feel like only... I just really want two. Two? Okay. Like, two is my max. Like, I'm really cool with that. Because I feel like, honestly, I haven't dated a guy in a while who don't already have a kid or Mm. kids. So, I just, you know, two two is cool for me. I feel like that's all that's coming out this coochie coochie. Okay. So, you you want two children. What motivates you to have children? Like, when you think about being a mother, what makes you want to be a mother? I've always wanted to be a mom. Mm. I don't know. I feel like I have motherly instincts. Like, I feel like I'm very nurturing and stuff like that. Mm. And then on top of that, legacy. Okay. Legacy. Like, what I feel like by that? children are your legacy. So... Like, when I'm gone, my children are still going to be here. Right. When my children are gone, if I, they're, they're children, it's a legacy. It's no, I, I legacy. hear you, but what does that mean to you? Because that's kind of a lot of pressure. What do you mean? Because, like... But I feel like that's why it's important to choose the person that you have children with and be smart about who you're choosing to have kids with. Personally, for me, this is why I don't have children yet. Mm-hmm. Somebody actually left a comment... Ironically, that we haven't, that we're 
talking about this right now. Somebody left a comment on one of our recent videos and they was just saying, like, me and you need to have kids. Mm-hmm. They was like, I don't know why y'all waiting. Y'all need to have kids. Y'all are both beautiful. Y'all will have beautiful kids and y'all just getting older. And, it, you, you know, I'm, I think that y'all are trying to find the right man, but it's not about finding the right man. It's about children are a legacy. Y'all are doing well in life and y'all are successful. And when y'all get older, y'all just gonna have all of this money and no legacy. But see, that's the thing to me. Mm. Having a child is a legacy. That's why it's equally as important who you have children with. If I wanted to just bust out a baby, I could have been did that. that a long ass time ago. Because it's not been no nigga that I have dated that didn't want me to have a kid for them. Mm-hmm. I have chose not to have children because it just wasn't the right situation. Like, I wanted to be a, a partnership. Mm-hmm. Like, even if we don't end up being together... And I feel like I used to be like, I was cool with like, which I, if things don't work out, I'm cool with raising my kids on my own. As long as y'all can cope Because I want children. Right, right. That's something that I want. Okay. So whether it works out or not with the man, that's not going to change my mind about what I want to do and what I want for my life. However, though, I do want to have kids with a man where I feel like no matter what, even if we don't work out, we can still partner and co-parent right. together and it's a healthy relationship. Whether you get a new girlfriend or a new wife and I get a new man or a new husband, whatever, mm. we can still healthily co-parent and be amicable for our children. Right. And that's why it's important who you have kids with. People be having kids with people, they break up. The and they shit hate don't, each other. They, and, the, it's, and it's a terrible situation for the children to be in. You know what I mean? But like... You were asking me, mm-hmm. what's my reason? What's my motivation? I feel like, for sure, legacy. Like, I want to leave something. Right. Okay, so... Outside of I, what I'm doing in my career. Right. So, I agree with you a little bit, but then I don't. The reason I say that is because I actually see this happen a lot. I feel like a lot of times, people put pressure on their children. So, and I say that, and I'm not saying you're saying that. I feel like a lot of times... Um, People have children and they expect them to be so much. They feel like I'm this person. Your dad is this person. So you're supposed to continue the legacy and continue to do this. Wait, wait, let me finish, though, because what if your child is born and they don't want to necessarily do that? What if they just want to be like, you know, a regular person in a small town and they don't want to live like you like you live? So to say, oh, my legacy, that's a lot of pressure to put on a child. I feel like when you have a child you're spoken, and this is my opinion. A child should just be because this is something made out of love. This is to extend my family. But your legacy, it doesn't matter if you have a child and what this person does and what, your legacy is going to always be different from your child. Like, look at how successful Paris Hilton still is. And she's going to continue her own legacy, but the legacy of her grandfather that started the hotels, that's not her legacy. Like, Oprah Winfrey doesn't have children, but her legacy will be talked about for years and years and years and years and years from now. So I guess that's why when people say like a legacy of having a child, I'll be like, you can't put your, that pressure on your kid. Like they don't even know left or right. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's about how you look at legacy because to me, family is a legacy right. as it is. Like if I have, if my child is a part of my legacy regardless, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what they do. Right. So to me, that has nothing to do with that. Well, I got- I'm not, me personally, like, 
I know what I'm doing with my life and who mm-hmm. I am. I want my child to do whatever they want to do with their right. life. They don't have to follow in my path. They don't have to be in the, I guess technically we kind of in the entertainment industry yeah, or whatever. This so is Yeah, so it's like <laughs> my kid doesn't have to be a part of this world. They okay. can do whatever the fuck they want to do. That's why I feel like I work hard too. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I'm building what I'm building because I want my children to have the, lu- the luxury of being able to do whatever the fuck they want to do mm-hmm. with their life. If they don't want to go to college, they don't got to go to college. Right. I mean, you need to figure figure out what you gonna do right but if you don't want to go to college you don't have to if mm-hmm. you don't want to be in this world or you don't want to be a part of whatever family business you don't have to do that okay that makes sense to me that's not what i mean when i say leaving a legacy to me a legacy is family like mm-hmm. you a part of a legacy like before you you had a mom you had a grandma you had a great grandma mm-hmm. when you don't have children that stops mm-hmm I guess I feel... And I feel like, shit, I'm too great to not leave a little me. Not to leave a little Drea behind. (laughs) To leave a couple, you know. But you know, I guess Like, for example, I guess because I feel like, you know, let's use the Kardashians as an example. Um, Because people always look at Rob like a quote-unquote failure because he's not doing what the other siblings are doing. But maybe he is doing... What he wants to do. But like, who look at him as a failure? Do society I mean, look at him as a failure? Do his Because I'm sure Chris love him either way. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, and I feel like that's how fun. most... Yeah, I feel like that's how most people feel about their children. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if you have a certain business and your business is successful, of course, a lot of people be wanting their children to join the business. Right. But I feel like when you a parent... I can't really speak on it yet because I don't have kids, but I know even with my parents, my parents love me regardless of what I chose to do. Right. Like, I might not have taken the path that they wanted me to take in life. There's plenty of shit my mama wanted me to do that I was like, mm, actually, fuck that. <laughs> not doing that. Right, of course, I right. didn't say fuck that to right, her, right. but it's like, not doing that. And my mama still loved me the same. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. I feel like that's the same way I'm going to be with my kids. I think people that put pressure on their children to do what they want them to do, you just trying to live your life vicariously through your child. Okay, talk about it. That's the point I'm getting and to. I don't think you're me, like that. Yeah, and but well, I, see I know that. I'm not like that. Yeah. But it's like, that's the difference. I feel yes. like it's people who be trying to... Get their kids get... to do what they feel like they missed out on or what yes. they wanted to do with their life. So they like, okay, you got to do this mm-hmm. because this is what I wanted to do. Right. And it's like, no. That's we not ain't, fair. Nah, we ain't doing that over here. I want my child. I'm, when I have a child, I'm having my child to be who... God put them on this earth to mm. me because realistically speaking, you belong to him, not me anyways. Mm. Come on, pastor. I'm just being honest. No, that's, that's how I truth. feel about people. Like we don't, nobody belongs, belongs to, to nobody. People. You don't, as a child, you don't even belong to your parents. Right. If you believe in a higher power, then you know we all belong to God. Yes, and that's... And that's God entrusted me though to, to raise you. To raise you, right. To birth you and to raise you and to be responsible for you in this life. But... I don't own you. you. And I but and that's what I say. I see a lot of that in people like when they have these children, they say, Oh, well, this is what I want my kid to do, my kid gonna do this. Like, you don't even know. You don't even that know. That was the worst type of parents ever. You and don't I'm even very know. thankful that I never had to deal with that. Like, of course, my parents had their opinions and they had things that they didn't want me to do or things that they preferred for me to do or mm-hmm. certain life paths that they preferred for me to take, but it was never no, well, if you don't do things this way, I'm disowning you. Like, people really be out here oh, disowning no, their kids. Disown their kids. The craziest thing I be hearing or that I've ever heard is when people be like, they haven't talked to their mom or they haven't talked to their child in five years. Mm-hmm. In what world would I not talk to my mama for five years? Craziness. 
or would I not Craziness. talk to my dad for five years? Like, that's insane. It's nothing that I feel like they could do to make you disown Or that them. I could do to them that will make them that upset with me to not talk to me for years. For years. Me and my mama can't even go a day without talking to that's each other. That's a fact. Fact. You and your mama <laughs> talk every day. Hey, baby, what you doing? You be like, hey, mom. <laughs> Y'all talk and we every day. And we don't even be talking about I nothing. Know. And we don't even be talking about nothing. She be calling me to tell me what she ate. I'm weak. Then she went to the grocery store. I am weak. She just she be calling me to tell me what she watched on TV. Those are the best times. My mama man. funny though, because mama. <laughs> She be just calling me, asking me the wildest things that I don't even be knowing that she be seeing. Like what? On the internet. Like, I don't know. It just be crazy. Like, she be calling me to ask me that I see certain stuff on the internet because she seen it on the news. Mm, that's how my mom used to be. She was definitely like... Because she my don't mom, have... Because my mom don't have social see, media. See, my mom did. So she used to be yeah. in the shade room, sending me all the mm-hmm. tea. Girl, my mom was in the know of the tea, child. No, so I went through my Instagram this past weekend and I was, like, deleting posts just because I wanted to, like, clean up my Instagram mm-hmm. and, like, delete a lot of old stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, deleting posts and I came across this post that your mom had come in under. <laughs> commented under. And we had just got, like, some new merch mm-hmm. and it was, like, a video. And I was wearing a hoodie and she was like you better promote that shit and I said period Annie was a wild wild girl and we Annie was a wild girl <laughs> okay so we gonna get to the next topic so your motivation to have children is you want the legacy and you want to be a mother like I really go. want to be a mother yeah. like I feel like my life I'm one of those people I just feel like my life wouldn't be complete if I'm not a mom I'm not gonna lie though and I and I think family is important like I I don't know I'm really close to my yeah, family yeah I'm family oriented so. too I just, family is important to me. I'm not going to lie, though. I really was thinking about this this morning because I knew we were going to talk about this. I was like, bro, if I have a little girl, her closet going to be laced up. Like, when I'm old and I can pass shit down to her, baby, she going to be the Don Jr. Yeah, that's how I feel about my daughter, too. She going to have that mm, shit. She going to have that shit. Oh. All right. Let's get into the next topic. What you got, little Drea? Okay, so for this next topic, I really wanted to talk about this. Me and my best friend be talking about this all the time. Because me and her be seeing cra- the craziest stuff. Because she be on Twitter all the time, my best friend Lynn. She be on Twitter all day. <laughs> terrorizing people. Facts. <laughs> she actually blocked from like a few blog pages. I already know. Yeah. I, you know, Lynn be wilding on Twitter. Yeah, she be on there terrorizing people. But anyways, so like, she just always be telling me about what be going on on Twitter and stuff because I don't really be scrolling the timeline like right, that. I'm yeah. one of the people I get on tweet and, and get off. Yeah. Get off. So like, she was just like, bro, people just don't be having no shame these days. People literally will do anything on the internet. Like, people just don't care about don't making care. a spectacle of themselves. They don't care about making a fool of themselves. Just anything for likes and retweets. Mm-hmm. Bring back shame. Bring back embarrassing and telling people Bring you look stupid. shame. People need to be shamed yeah. again. Back in the yeah. day, hoes used to be ashamed. And I'm not just talking about like ho-hos. I'm talking about everybody. Like, if you did something stupid or if you did something Take that, your L in, the, in silence. People used to be shameful. Like, niggas wasn't out here bragging that they had two and three families. Mm. They was paying paying hush money. Yeah, they was trying to keep that shit on the low. Agreed. Like these days, niggas be like, "Fuck it, you can send it to the blog." What? 
But you know what? Oh my God. And the girls are actually, I don't care what nobody say. The girls are leaking their close friends now. Y'all may be leaking it. I definitely think people be leaking their own close friends. I am a, I know, because we don't have shame in the community. We not shaming people enough. It used to be shameful to be fucking on another girl man. Or it used to be shameful to fuck a nigga that was fucking everybody. Mm. But it's cool now. You get clout. You get followers. You get attention. Bring back motherfucking shame. Like, whew, yeah, bring back shame. shame. I, I be feeling shame. like my theory on close friends, though, I just be feeling like people be having people in their close friends who you be thinking you cool with them, but you can't trust them. That's why I don't really post nothing on my close friends. I feel like Finsta and close friends is like people just posting a whole bunch of shit you don't need to be posting no way. That's why I be getting leaked. Because I don't understand the thirst for people knowing your business. Right. I, now, I, I, now, I'm not going to lie. I do have a Finsta, but I literally have five people on my Finsta. Five. Can you, but can you enlighten me on like the, what's the purpose? Cause honestly, we all, we all kind of do the same thing on our Finsta. Okay. So it's kind of like a little community. Like we be like talking about the men that we're dating and things that we're going through. And it's kind of like a little small community. But what's like, the difference between a group chat? Um, just because sometimes it just be like four in the morning, you just post some shit. I don't know. But, yeah, I think all that shit, I just think it's, like, people be too, again, bring back shame. Like, people be too thirsty to, like, post their business yeah. online these days. It's like, do people really need to know? Now, I will say this about Everybody don't friends. need to know everything. I don't even, I, everybody in my close friends, like, I'm cool with, I know, whatever, but I still don't even post. I have never posted, like... I'll maybe post a hand or a foot, maybe, but to post a whole nigga and y'all kissing and you know it's people in your close friends that you you kind of cool with, but y'all not cool like that. It's either somebody in your close friends is hoeing you or you really just want the attention. Cause I be seeing too many close yeah, friends. Yeah, and weekend. I just yes, and then I think it's so weird. Like people be having people in their close friends who they not even cool with like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's mad people who got me in their close friends and I met them one time. Mm-hmm. Or never even met them at all. Right. <laughs> we just be talking to each yeah. other on Instagram and then they got me in their close friends and it's like, how did I get here? Right. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm in a lot of people's close friends too that I don't really know like that, but they also don't, they don't post too much. They'll post nah, like, I be in people's shit. Yeah. You could be posting a lot. See, I be in people's shit and they'll post like a funny meme. Now, I am in some people's that they post a lot and I be like, okay, this is a lot. Yeah. But like for the most part, my close friends, like you may get a little me about to, you know, in my pajamas, you know, a little thong pick, you know, a little one-two. But it's not going to be no shit like, this is my man. Oh, this is this is what's in my bank account. Like, we got to bring back shame. Yeah, that's, and that's why I'm saying that, because it's just like, back in the day, niggas was not even telling people when they was broke. They was embarrassed. Like, people's lights used to be getting turned off because they were scared to ask for money. I'm weak. I'm just being for real. People's lights and people's water was getting turned off. Families was using water instead of milk. Mm. Mm. Because they was shamed. Like, because they was shamed to have to ask for money for milk. Baby. And you niggas be posting all y'all business online. Like, I just... 
just don't get it. You know what's crazy? And, and maybe that's where, maybe that's one area, because I don't feel like I'm very old school in a lot of areas, mm-hmm. but maybe that's just one area I'm going to always be old school with. Oversharing. Keep your business to yourself. Don't be oversharing. Take your L's in private. Yes. And I'm not posting like, People be trying to act too on close friends like they be so mad when she be getting leaked. Bitch, you posted that shit because you wanted it to get leaked. Like it's certain shit me at this current point in my life. It don't matter how much I feel like I could trust all the people because I got like about 40 people in my mm-hmm. close friends, but I barely post anything in there. Yeah. But if I post something that's juicy, I'm at a point where I know it's likely that somebody going to send it to somebody. Even if the, mm-hmm. even if I feel like I fuck with these people right. and I know somebody these people, like, Ooh. somebody gonna send it to somebody, and if they send it to somebody, you don't know who else they gonna send it to, and that's, like that's how shit be getting spread. Right. Why are you so thirsty to post everything? I agree with that because I don't know. I think me and you don't even post that much on our stories. Like all our stories, if you go look at both of our stories right now, it's like all like poor mind shit and muse beauty shit. Like, bitches used to be shamed to be hoes. Like, bitches be online <laughs> bragging about stealing pussy and bragging did about... Did you see that post? I did. That's why I'm talking about it. Bitches be online bragging about stealing pussy. Hoes used to be ashamed to be hoes. They used to still have dignity and try to be dignified. Hoes used to call <laughs> themselves ladies of the night, bitch. Not a lady of the night. Now, Because okay. they didn't want to call themselves a hoe. Well, let me say this. I don't want... they were shamed. I don't want to... I don't want to... <laughs> well, let me be on the other end. I don't want to say... I don't want to shame sex work. That's not no, what No, I'm not shaming but, it. I'm not shaming it. However, though, I just don't think certain things are to brag about. Now, I'll agree. I agree And so that. that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, first of all, let me say this real quick. I don't give a fuck what none of you hoes do. <laughs> with y'all oh, pussy. That I drink done hit her. That spicy margarita in her ass. I'm just being <laughs> honest. I don't give a fuck what no other woman walking God's green earth do with they pussy. All right. I care about is my pussy. Like, so I don't care. It's a very not... beautiful vagina, if I might add. Thank you. You know, I try to keep it cute whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little bling on it. All right. But... All right. <laughs> But no, for real, I don't care what other women do with their vaginas. So I don't care about sex work and all this stuff. That's not my business. But I just don't feel like some shit is like bragging right worthy either. Well, let me talk about the post. The post was basically um, a woman saying sometimes she'll go to like a fast food restaurant or a retail store. She sees a woman so beautiful and she's like, what are you doing here? You're too beautiful to be here. Do you know what you're doing is low-key like trafficking? Like, trying to convince young girls that just because they're beautiful, they should be fucking niggas for money? No, because a lot of times, bitch, y'all be going fucking through it. Like, I think a lot of times we need to be honest about what y'all be going through when it comes to any ratio of it, though. Not just talking about um, sex workers, but even with, like, women dealing with um, rich men. Sometimes, like, I hate this. I'm tired of people talking about, oh, getting your divine femininity and this is how you get a man. Cross your legs. Let him open the door for you. Talk soft. Talk Talk First, about when he left you in Dubai. Exactly. Talk about that. Talk about that. Like, y'all trying to make it seem like it's such a, a pretty painted life and this and that. And it's like, at the end of the day, you can still... Now, all men are not the same with money. And I, I strongly agree with that because I do kind of hate the conversation that, oh, if you deal... Anytime you deal with a rich nigga, it comes with a price. No, that's not the case all the time. 
It's really not. That's debatable. I mean, but it's not the case all the time. That's what I'm saying. It just depends on what you consider to be a price. I consider if you're, like, extremely unhappy. If you're unhappy, that's the price. But not everybody's happiness is the same. Like, things that may bother you probably don't bother me or vice versa. So, let just let people be. But honestly, stop trying to No, don't to let people... Br- don't let people be. Shame they ass. Bring back shame. <laughs> well, when I say... That's, <laughs> that's the point of this conversation. No, don't say, let them be. Shame no, them. When I say let people be, I mean as far as, like, if, you're, if somebody's in a relationship and they're not bothering nobody, they just want to, you know, stay at home, be quiet. Okay, let them do that. But you hoes that's trying to, like, convince people, oh, you need to come sell some pussy. You too pretty to be doing that. Bitch, you should be ashamed. You should be ashamed. I don't care what nobody says. Maybe we might get canceled and get in trouble for this. For what? I don't know because, you know, we like that, you know, we have to be inclusive and supportive of all. But I'm not going to lie. I don't inclusive support all women. Inclusive and supportive of I don't what? support all women. Some of you bitches is dumb. Bitch, all women don't support me. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> they don't. But I'll say this. Uh, I know they're going to be in the comments like, what's the difference between y'all talking about BDBs and, and, and sex works? Let me say this. Ooh. The difference is, I don't, and, and again, not to say anything is wrong with this, do what you want to do, but I have never in my life personally sold no pussy. Like, I never gave no nigga no pussy in exchange for right. money. Agreed, 1,000%. It was never like, so oh, I'm not, oh, it's so 5, I'm not on here, so I'm not on this show promoting being a hoe. I'm promoting, you the know, you I'm promoting you being smart, dating men that are worth your while, dating men that like you, dating men that do things for you. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like that's the bare minimum is dating somebody that do sh- nice shit for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, and I'm glad you said that because also I want to say, we always say this a lot. What me and Drea say is not law. What Drea considers bare minimum might not be what you consider bare minimum. Right. Do what works for you. Let's stop living in this society where you let a woman tell you, oh, he didn't buy you a Chanel bag. Couldn't be me. You not that girl. If it... Stop letting other people, what they get, determine how you feel about yourself as a woman. And people who say that type of shit, lame anyway. Lame. That's corny. It's very, it's very, very corny. So I feel like we need to stop living, trying to live up to other people's standards. This internet shit is fake. Y'all don't know what goes on behind closed doors in a lot, in a lot of these situations. So I feel like anytime you're in a situation with a man... It doesn't matter what he gives you, what he does for you, if you're trying to please other people and you're trying to do what other people think you should be doing. You need, if y'all break up, you should leave that situation feeling like, okay, you know what? I got everything from this situation that I wanted to get from it. Whether it was knowledge, trips, shit, maybe it is bags, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. y'all need to start living for you. And I say this all the time. I love this show, and I love that we can express ourselves, but y'all need to go outside and touch the motherfucking grass. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to talk to people again. We need to start interacting with people again and talking. And Not they need to touch grass. Y'all need to fucking touch grass and understand that it, the internet is like, it's really low-key, not a real place. It's just a people, it's just a place where people really vent. And I feel like that's why Poor Minds is different. Because we're not trying to fake no shit. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to look like we. No, bitch, we telling you what it is. I'm telling you. And I'm not even trying to be funny. Even in the beginning of the show, yes, bitch, my shoes fashion over. But let's play Big Bang Tay Lil Bang. My invest, I'm money good. I buy what I want. I buy what I like. Because sometimes I did feel... Now, why you had to say all this? Because it's the truth. Because you know why? You know why, though? You know <laughs> I'm why trying to figure out where this is going. I had to say all that because 
People will look at somebody and feel like, oh, she doing this, she doing this. Why she don't got on designer? Why she don't? When the grand scheme of things, that shit don't fucking matter. Everybody lives for the internet. That goes back into what we were talking about. Like, women will feel shame because they don't have a Gucci bag. Friend, but like we be sitting, we be we have designer shit though. Like I don't know. That's do. why I'm trying to figure no, out. No, we do. That's but that's what I'm saying. Like we do now. You know, in the beginning. I, no, what I'm saying is we always talk about how in the beginning, like we were focused on getting ourselves together. Like yes, we had designer shit. We all, but that's not what makes us. If you look at some people's page, they designer down and they don't have shit to their name. All I'm saying is stop feeding into social media because a lot of these people who be designer down don't have shit and right. they're struggling to get their next piece. So that's what I'm saying. I agree with you 100% because like I said, this ties into bringing back shame just because that girl... Yeah, because that's what I was about to ask you. Yeah, I was about I, to be it like, goes back how, into, do, how do you feel about bringing back shame? Bringing back, bring back shame because that girl feels like these girls are missing out on life because she feels like she's winning because she got a Chanel bag. Mm. She feel like she winning because she can keep up with the other girls who got things on so, social media. Ooh, sorry, I stuttered a little bit. But <laughs> what I'm trying to say is stutter, stop stutter. looking at social media and looking up to these people just because they have things. And if we bring back shame, like she said, these people wouldn't be feeling so fucking high and mighty just because you got a fucking Birkin or some shit. No, for real. Y'all be posting, y'all be wanting to post y'all business. Post the banks. Post the, <laughs> post the, post fucking, the, post the bank post accounts. The post the investments. Hello? Post the, are you even, in, do you have an investment? Do you, do you even have an investment account? Do you even have an... And, like I, and, and that's why I was saying bring back shame because you should be ashamed to be posting shit like, yeah, bitch, I got a brand new motherfucking Birkin. I got a brand new Chanel. You hoes need to be doing X, Y, Z. And you don't have a home. Selling coochie you don't have, not hard. You, you don't have a... You don't... Like you said, you don't have an investment so. account. You don't have your business together to where you can get out of selling coochie. But that's what I'm saying. That's why when I, like, people don't need to care about that type of stuff when you see it online because you don't know what people be doing for their things. That's all. And the point that I was was making is that if they are selling coochie, that ain't hard. You Anybody could do that. I can sell a little coochie now, and it's going for top price. You should not want to, but you can. I'm telling you right now, if this shit go down the drain, I'm probably going to sell a little coochie. Just to, you know, make sure I still got it. I'm just playing. Mm-mm. Relax, relax. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay, so now <laughs> right. it's time to get into the bed. Hey. The bed. Bow. The bed. Bow. 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 getting us lit. Fake. Period. I love it so, here. For the sex topic we want to talk about, is the dick a distraction from your goals? Mm. No. Um, the wrong and I'll say dick, why in a minute. Okay, the wrong dick can be a distraction, but if you have the right man... That's on your team and he's supporting you. Why can't we fuck and when we get fucked, talk about our goals and shit and you can help me? No, dick. Now, I will say... The I, right dick the right, be elevating me. I don't the know. The right dick will... Hello? The right dick will elevate you. Let's talk about it. No facts. I really do feel that way. I feel like when you fucking the wrong nigga, mm, it's gonna be it distracts you from your goals. Absolutely. But if you... Fucking with somebody. Because then, too, if you really dealing with somebody who care about you, not even fucking them. Like, then you take the fucking word out yeah. of it. But Y'all making sweet, sweet <laughs> Right. Love. Or maybe not even sweet, sweet love. But, you know, y'all are having intercourse. So. I want to fuck sometimes. 
It's strict in here. I mean, yeah, you, you gotta know. fuck your nigga sometimes. Like we can't. I just, I we just, can't I have feel like the word. I feel like the word fucking is so derogatory. And it should be because it's nasty. You like the hot drink. You like it spicy. You want a little pain. You need to get fucked with the hot sauce. I didn't bitch. say I don't be getting fucked. I just said that I don't <laughs> know if I like <laughs> to use the word. <laughs> Sometimes. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, I feel like if you having sex with the wrong nigga, then absolutely it will distract Agreed. you. Agreed. A thousand percent. Because he distracted. distracted. So why wouldn't you be distracted? You know what I mean? Because it's the wrong nigga. It's the wrong situation. But if you are dealing with the right person and y'all both care about each other, I don't see how sex is a bad thing. I think if anything, sex is like a mood elevator mm. for a lot of people. You know, it changes your mood. It puts you in a better headspace. Sometimes it actually makes some people be more focused. I, I've heard men say they get some good pussy or they have some good sex. Like, they be more focused the next day. They bust that nut, get right on Microsoft Excel, bitch. I feel you. No, for real. <laughs> I'm dead ass serious. Like, niggas be having a... Well, niggas do be taking a nap. But I feel like as a woman, you sometimes get a burst of energy after sex. Oh, I absolutely get a burst of energy. No, me too. So I just feel like, yeah, sex with the right person is not a distraction. I think that if you feel like you are distracted by some dick, it's because it's attached to a toxic nigga. And it's draining you. Yeah. And it's Because I'm not going to lie. I used to feel like dick was a distraction. Yeah, I don't feel I that used way. to feel that way. I'm not no going to lie. I do not feel that way anymore. Like, I feel like when you around the right person, not only are they putting you on game and educating you on stuff, like, but you just feel motivated. Mm -hmm. I like fucking with niggas that motivate me. Like, I promise, there's one nigga I used to fuck with and I probably will never fuck with him again. And I say probably because you never know, you know, whatever. But... Oh, you know. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. But I will say, every time we have a conversation, he always put me on to something as far as, like, what I can do with my business and what I should do and things that'll help me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we always have that connection, like, okay, this is what you need to be doing. And I'm like, that's why I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? But even when we were fucking around, he was never a distraction. It wasn't distracting for me. He never tried to come in between what I had going on. It wasn't, oh, because honestly, let's talk about it. BDBs can be distracting too. Oh, uh, take off work today. I'll give you some money. That's cool. That's cool. But why don't you say, you know what? Go to work. We can link whenever we get off. But I will still give you some money. Why do niggas be saying, take off work, I'm going to give you some money? Tell me to take off work and you going to buy me like 20 Amazon shares with that money. Don't give it to me. Yeah, that's what I'm buy saying. Buy me some shit. I'm saying, if you, okay, say you be like, oh, take off work, I'm going to give you $2,000. I'd rather you just buy me some stocks. Because a year from now, that shit going to be done increased by 10% at least. You know, I think a lot of times people want stuff right now. We, and I'm glad we're in the position that we are. We need to be building wealth. You need to be building generational wealth. You need to be building wealth for yourself. A lot of people right now, y'all be having fun. It's so good. What? The tahini. I know. I, we might need this for the next episode, too. <laughs> but um, a lot of people be so focused on the now and don't be focused on a future. Mm -hmm. You need to think about where you want to be five years from now, where you want to be 10 years from now, and your life and how you spend your money and all of these things need to be a reflection of that. By no means am I telling people to not have a good time. If you want to buy something or you want to do like, because me, if I want a purse, if I want some shoes, mine, I'm going to ask I my spend. nigga to buy it. It's mine. Or his. Y'all thought he I was going to say I'll buy it. No. So... <laughs> 
Now, sometimes I do be buying my own shit. But most of the time, yeah, I don't spend my own money on stuff for real. Because I feel like I be in... I don't. Wait. No, I'm saying, you talking about... I be buying my own stuff. I do buy my... Mm. <laughs> you ain't got to do that. You ain't got to do that with me, my girl. <laughs> <laughs> It has been, been a minute okay. since I bought my that's, own okay. anything. But, yeah, but but the point is, because the person I'm dating be buying me stuff, I use my money and I invest it every month. Every time that I make money, I save it before I spend it. Right. And I just think people need to think about those type of things. Like, people, it's cool to buy yourself what you want. It's cool to, like, want lavish things. I love nice shit. Mm-hmm. But just know, every time I get something, I put away something, too. Facts. And I will say, one mistake I did... This supposed, they like, you bitches wax. This supposed to be the sex This is so sweet. But <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And let me say something before we move on. Let me say, the one mistake I do feel like I made is when, like, niggas used to tell me to take I off... Mean, like, I miss when y'all used to talk about eating booty. Well, I can't. Legs. <laughs> if y'all want me to talk about... I'm just playing. I don't... Let me not say... I just will say this. She don't do that no more. I really don't because, like, I don't even want to get into it. I'm we don't sorry. have to. I yeah. was just saying they probably thinking that. Yeah, we missing you bitches that. with yeah. rambunctious and ramb- wild. But this is the thing. We're growing and we want y'all to go grow with us because we went through a lot of things. So y'all ain't got to go through that. And let me say the one mistake I made was what I said earlier. When niggas would take me, tell me to take off work and they would give me money, I would take off work and I would take the money. But the thing is, I should have still went to work and used that money for extra. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would use that money like, oh, it's like I went to work today and I would pay my bills and do that. No, still live your same lifestyle, but the money that the man is giving you, you should do something with it. Save it or whatever the case may be. Well, I kind of disagree with that because the only time that I would take off work, because if you're not taking me somewhere, why the fuck you asking me to take off work? If you and I mean like somewhere like out of Atlanta, like if you well, are taking me out of Atlanta, why are you asking me to take off work just to go eat steak? Well, no, I I'm not gonna lie. So. When I was younger, it was like I was in Houston. I used to work at the club. I hated being there. So niggas like, oh, I'm in, I'm in town for a weekend, and I'd be like, oh, well, I gotta work. Well, we'll take off work because you know, and then we would just be outside. But I was in my twenties, you know what I'm saying? So that was cool for me. I don't have to go to work. I'm still making my money, and I get to be outside with my nigga, like. Yeah. So I, I, I say all that to say, like, you can still take the money, but I would still, you know, try to live the same lifestyle, like, that you're used to living, but not try to, like, oh, he gave me $2,000. I usually only make $500 in a weekend, so I got extra $1,500. Let me go get a bag. Don't do that. No, and I mean, well, the point that I was making is just, like, I feel like life is about experiences. So if a nigga gonna pay for you to be off work, the only way I used to be going was because... Y'all left. We was going somewhere. Right. So it's like, I'm gonna go experience the street so I'm not still going to work, but, but I'm gonna be but I'm gonna be smart with how I use this money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Facts. Like, that's the thing about life. You just gotta be smart with how you using your like money. Your experience is like, maybe you wanna go out the country because you done done everything in Houston or you done done everything in Atlanta. Some girls, they never, maybe they never been to STK. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say, like, your people's experience in life are different. So maybe she's like, okay, he says he's going to come to town. He's going to pay me to take off. We're going to go to STK. Then we're going to go to Stake 48 or whatever the case may be. That may be an experience for that girl. You know what I'm saying? So it's okay Ooh, to enjoy But either way, just don't fun. spend the money on don't no spend, bullshit. Yeah, don't spend the money on no bullshit. So I don't know how we got to that. No. We are we supposed to be, We were supposed to be talking about dignity and distraction. No. No, no, no. I think we're... Ram- you know, we always ramble the week after we're a week off. 
You know, why can't be your Batman? Because I be robbing. Um, okay, so item of the week this week. Mm -hmm. So I have the item of the week. Um, so I have been back in my reading bag. I feel like reading is really have been saving me lately. Yes, I love me a uh, good book. What you reading, see? Um, honestly, we so, start having a reading. Well, uh, the thing segment. is, I, you you read different type of books. Reading Rainbow. That's what it's gonna be called. You read different types of books than I do. So honestly, what I've learned that's made me feel better is like I like to have an escape. Is that an erotica book? It's not erotica. It's mm -hmm. not an erotica. It's a, it's a romance book, though it is. It's a bestseller. This is... It actually took me by surprise. Because, like, the first few chapters, I was like, okay, what's going on here? It's a book called Seven Days in June by Tia Williams. And when I tell y'all, I really got, like, immersed in this book. Mm -hmm. Like, I could not stop fucking reading. Like, once it started reaching the climax... Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, it's just so good. And I have the type of imagination, like, I imagine characters. Mm -hmm. And I imagine what they look like. And I really hope that they make this a movie. I really do. It's such a good book. Um, it just gives me a little escape. So that, I'm not going to lie. Those are the type of books. I love a self-help book. I'm reading a book right now called Master Your Emotions that's really good. Mm -hmm. And it's done wonders. Like, I am really having... I've been working on myself, honestly, for, like, the past three months, I have really just like, okay, you do this, you do this, you do this, and this is fucking wrong. But how do you tap into that and admit that you're wrong but not feel like guilt and things like that? Sometimes you should feel guilt. Yeah, you should feel guilt, but what I'm saying is how do you handle it without being too emotional and being irrational? So, anyways... Yeah, so, but, I mean, so I like I like self-help books. Yeah, I feel... But I also like fiction, and I like... I, I, I don't know, I like to read all type of shit. I ain't gonna lie, I don't really... I don't really be reading romance like that. Okay. But I might read it, just this because This is you really good. Like I said, the first few chapters are kind of like... But it's just like a black girl. It's like a story about a black girl just trying to be like... And then oh, it's just it's just really good. I don't want to give too much away because if I start talking about it, I'm gonna give it away. But yeah, mm -hmm. my item of the week is Seven Days in June by Tia Williams. If Tia, if you're watching this or if this gets to you and you make a movie version of it, put me and Dre in there. We we can play some characters, okay? Can. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now it's time to get into the bop. Okay, what's your about? So y'all know I've been on my Afro beat shit as of recently. The weather is starting to get a little, you know, a little warm because March is around the corner. So my bop of the week is by Fields. P-H-E-E-L-Z. He's that guy that had that song, Ah Fitness. Mm -hmm. He's like, bro, that's my business. So he got a new song called Stand By You, and it's like a love song. It's very mm -hmm. romantic. I'm telling you right now, y'all, listen to my words. You remember how Tim's was the song when you were on vacation? This is the piece that you cannot find. Phil, <laughs> Phil's got the song that the girl... I'm telling you, and shout out to Tim, she won a Grammy. The first Nigerian yes. female artist to win a Grammy. Um, but Phil's has a song called Stand By You, and this is going to give the vibe of... You know, record the vacation that you want because you, okay. you want a vacation with your nigga and he in love with you. You in love with him. Even if it's not real love, that's what y'all feeling in the moment. Mm. So, yeah, feels stand by you. That's my bop of the week. Okay, so my bop of the week, y'all, I, y'all know, I be loving like a feel good, you a bad bitch type of song. Mm -hmm. So, Ice Spice got this song called In Her Mood. Like, I 
I love y'all. I love that song. Is that you a spice cat? I love my carrot top queen. Annie, you love Annie Zone. I do. Okay. No, see, don't call. Not see, that's why you call her Annie. We ain't gotta call her that. It's a hard not life. <laughs> like. <laughs> Anyways, I y'all, I love that song. Okay. I love In Her Mood. That is my shit. Is that the one where she's like, uh, big booze in the book say plump? Yes. That, okay, okay. Okay. And five bitches, I hate me too. Yeah, yeah. She she be having some like captions. what? Like. That is my song. I love that song. It's so cute. It's such a little girly anthem. Okay. Shout out to Ice oh, Spice. Oh, yeah, I fuck with that song. I would actually like to have Ice Spice on the show. Me too. We'll, we'll, we'll reach out to little Ice Spice. Bring you back. ain't trying that hard, calling her Annie. The, I did not call her <laughs> Annie. They be calling her Annie. <laughs> Annie, was a, Annie was cool. The orphan? Yes, she got out that hard knock life. She found her a BDB, but a big daddy baller. Now it's time to get into the bed. We already did the bed, bitch. I mean... <laughs> exactly. Ty, I was just trying to switch it up. So I got her fucked up. So I got her fucked up. No, she don't. I was just trying to switch it up. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P, and I have a very special announcement. Well, I already announced it, but I'm gonna let y'all know again. We are going on tour. It's starting in June, y'all. Look, we announcing it extra early so y'all got time to get your tickets. No excuses. We got LA, Philly, Chicago, Atlanta, Houston. Now, listen to me, because I know how y'all get. We are still adding dates. I repeat, we are still adding dates, but if you see your city right now, Go ahead and get your tickets. If you don't see your city, don't worry. We still coming, okay? So make sure y'all go to www.poorminds.com and get y'all VIP meet and greets. We all saw it, poo. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre in the cold. And I got some really good news for y'all. Yes, period, y'all. We are about to revamp our whole Patreon. Yes. We got so much new shit coming soon for y'all. Like, we about to be doing challenges. We about to be doing blogs. Mm -hmm. We really about to be dropping a lot of exclusive content for y'all. So, if one episode a week is not enough, y'all about to get some more content on Patreon. Yes, y'all be saying, oh, make the episodes longer. I need twice a week. Well, this is your opportunity to see us twice a week. And also, you kind of get, you're going to get a look into our lives mm -hmm. and know us on a personal level. Mm -hmm. So make sure y'all sign up at patreon.com backslash poor mind. Sign up today. There's different tiers. So if you want audio only, you can just listen. If you want video and audio, we have that too. And also we have a top, top tier where you get exclusive access to merch, shows, all that good mm -hmm. stuff. So go to patreon.com backslash poor minds and sign up today. But now it's time to get into our favorite segment. Ask Poor Minds at gmail.com. That's A S K P O U R M I N D S at gmail.com. If y'all have any questions, y'all know, send them in. Let us know your testimonials. Let us know Ooh, your questions. Okay, so before we get into Pour Your Heart Out, y'all know we have the voicemail is. segment. The number is going to be right here at the bottom. The number will be right here at the bottom. Listen, we really want y'all to leave voicemails, but this is not 
Listen, this is not an advice line. We want to hear y'all get things off of your chest. What do you want to see more on Poor Minds? Or tell us a story, something, but this is not an advice thing. Y'all are right, y'all are leaving voicemails. That's what Pour Your Heart Out is for. Y'all still need to write in and do the pour your heart out. But the voicemails are something completely different. Y'all need to vent. Y'all need to tell what y'all love about us. You know, things like that. But it's not a question. So I'm going to leave the number again. And we're going to try this again. Because we don't have no voicemails. Because y'all just been leaving questions. It's not a question thing. Okay? All right. Me first or you first? Me? Why would he give the long one to me? Knowing I can't read. <laughs> Want to switch? Actually, you, you being nice today? Bitch, I'm nice every day. You're not nice. <laughs> Question number one. My sisters, first and foremost, congratulations on all of your most recent accolades that you've made with your platform. I've been a fan since y'all used to argue on the couch on Wind Down Wednesdays. I couldn't be more proud, and thank you for being my safe space out of all of my friends in my head. All of them. Now, now to my question. Please forgive me for the length because I feel it is important that I provide detail for perspective. Okay. I am 28 years old and a gay male who is in the military. I've been in the military for nine years and I have a lovely 13-year-old daughter. The first and only time I ever had sex with a girl was when I was 15 and she got pregnant. Fast forward three years later, I enlisted so I could provide what I thought would be stability for her and I. I ended up falling mad madly in love with my husband and getting married at 19. Unfortunately, trigger warning, my husband committed suicide in 2021. It was a hard time for me because I still had to make sure that I was present for my daughter while trying to hold his family and myself together. I've been in therapy for the past two years and feel as though I'm ready to date again. With my late husband being the only man I've ever been with and the only other parent my daughter has had, I feel a sense of guilt even thinking about it because I feel losing him was equally traumatizing to her as it was for me. I noticed our bond has been slowly deteriorating, which could just be teenage angst, but it was ways he could show up that I couldn't. I feel the need to find another partner because being her sole provider with no help has been a hard adjustment, especially with the schedule and deployments the military has has me on when we move every couple years. With my husband there, it was a familiar face at all times with support. Any man I choose to be with will have to know my daughter is my priority, but dating within the gay community today, you could be in love today, about to walk down the aisle, and the next day, they are back live and in color on Jacked, the gay dating app. Which I I know will trigger her separation anxiety, and I don't want that. The separation, not the app. Do y'all think I should wait until she graduates from high school before I open her up to the possibility of another man entering our life, knowing that there is a possibility of them leaving? Or how would you guys navigate with the situation? I know neither one of y'all are parents, but any advice would be appreciated. I love y'all, and thanks once again. Okay, so I actually have a different perspective on this because I think I have a perspective from the child's point of view. So when I was very young, I think I talked about this before, my dad passed away when I was very young. Um, and my mom got into a relationship with somebody that that's what I knew as dad, you know, like I knew him as what you looking for? The other envelope, but you hold me. It's okay. So I, she got a relationship with this man and they were together for a long time. They had actually got engaged. Like this was daddy to me, you know, Mm -hmm. this was all I knew. So when they, now it wasn't, you know, 
um, he didn't, you know, commit suicide or he didn't pass away or anything. They just ended up breaking up. And it didn't so much take a toll on my sister, but it took a... Because I think... Because my sister remembered our dad, so she kind of knew the difference. And I really didn't. I don't remember anything from my father. So my first father figure was him. So whenever they broke up, it took such a toll on me. And it took me a long time to get over. And honestly, I realized that in therapy, like... A lot of my issues go back to that of having like, feeling like people just always leave and they don't try hard enough for me. Like I always feel like people are gonna leave. So it comes into a lot of my personality traits. So I will say this, what my mom did that I feel like what helped me is she worked on our relationship. Cause it wasn't about who she was dating and making me feel comfortable about who she, she was like, at the end of the day, I'm here. I'm your mother. So maybe I might date somebody, maybe it work, might work out, maybe it won't. So I don't think you should put the pressure on the person that you're dating because you said that y'all were kind of growing apart and you felt this is the time for you to work on y'all's relationship because at the end of the day, she's your responsibility. But I have a question. What do you think that he could do, though, to, to help the situation more? Because you said that y'all did that, but then you still feel that way um, yeah. as an adult. But, yeah, I still feel that way, but it wasn't like a like something that hindered me. It was just kind of like affecting me like in my dating life and how I navigated and how I treated like people in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like I had serious trust issues, but it wasn't like hindering to me like as a child. I would just kind of be like sad sometimes, but I got, me and my mom got like this. No, so, right, so that's what I'm saying. Like, what do you think he could do to where, cause I don't know, I'm not gonna lie. I don't right, really right, know no. what to say. But like, what do you think he could do to where she doesn't have, have those problems as an have... adult? Like it doesn't hinder her in her dating life, right, in her right. other relationships? Um, I think for me, um, and, I will, and I will say this um, very lightly because like I said, my mom was an amazing woman, but my mom also had, you know, trust issues and dating and with men and things like that. So honestly, I think a lot of that stuff kind of like trickled down to me. Um, so that's another topic, but I feel like you just have to um, talk to her, have conversations. I think sometimes people think you, your children are too young to handle certain types of conversations. Mm -hmm. So you can tell her, hey, you know what? You're going to meet somebody and you're going to fall in love and they're probably going to hurt you. But that doesn't mean the next person can't come in and love you and you can trust them. You cannot let your future affect... Like, you, can't let, you cannot let your past affect your future. Mm -hmm. And my mom never told me that. Right. So for me, it was like... Um, we had a lot of conversations, but we never really had conversations about like love and how to navigate the dating, the dating scene. Mm -hmm. So, but what she did that definitely helped me is she was there. Like I didn't care about her having a boyfriend or not. Like she definitely dated after that, but I, I didn't get so attached. It was kind of like, oh hey, you're cool. You know, we can be friends. Like, mm -hmm. like um, at her service, one of her exes actually showed up, and I was actually really happy to see him. It, it was never any like you know weird situation. So I think now is the time that you really just embrace her and develop a stronger relationship with her. 
Because that's the only thing you can do. Because you can't, obviously you said, I don't know how the gay dating scene is, but you said it's craziness. So you actually would be hindering, like hurting her by trying to bring somebody in to kind of fill this void. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't necessarily think you should wait until she graduates from high school. Right. I think that you should just wait until you find the right person. Like, right. don't be bringing nobody in just because you feel like somebody needs to fill the void. Because that's never like, bring Whenever you bring somebody in, bring in a person who you feel like it's a good fit and you really love them and y'all have a great connection and you feel like you want them to meet your right. daughter and build a relationship with her. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that it's going to work. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like do things when you ready, but I don't think it's a certain time limit. Like, I don't think you should wait until she's in high school and then be like, okay, I'm ready because this might not be the right person. Right. If you meet the right person next year, you just going to wait. Right. So I, that's the best advice we can give, Chad. So, yes. Wait, do I... I got question number two. I didn't read yet. Okay, go ahead. We got one last one, y'all. I know this is a long episode. We dragging it. Okay, question number two. Hey, Drea and Lex. When I tell y'all, me turning 25 was just a turmoil for me. My love life is trash. I'm still not working my ideal job. And I'm pregnant. Yes, pregnant. Especially pregnant by a man I don't even like for real. Him and I are cool, but do I see a future with him? Hmm, I think not. I made my appointment to get an abortion, but I feel like this situation just added more trauma to my life. I discovered my depression at 21, and I feel like life be beating me up. Like, God, can I catch a break? Sometimes my depression really sinks in because I realize I'm getting older and I need to stop making reckless decisions. What advice do you have for someone like me trying to still cope with the fact that with getting older, overcoming depression, and actually trying to enjoy life? Does life actually start to get better after 25 regards i don't know absolutely this is another this is our poor gay brother this is from a man wait why does it say your poor gay brother and it says pregnant well i don't want to maybe he oh you know what maybe that was from the bottom of yours yeah it was from the bottom of yours okay so (laughs) So this is a woman this is a woman Life absolutely gets better after 25 i think life gets better as long as you have the mindset that it's gonna get better To me, that's what it's about. I Mm -hmm. feel like, you know, life is not over after any age. You can always make your life better. You can always work on becoming a better person, being healthier, Mm -hmm. having a healthier mindset, changing character flaws, changing different things about you. Like, and your circumstance with you being pregnant doesn't, isn't going to make your quality of life any different unless you choose to let it make your quality of life any different. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of people who... I mean, well, she said she was going to get an abortion, right? Yeah, she did say that. So, I mean, yeah, whether you choose to have a baby, whether you choose to get an abortion, those are all your decisions. But I think life gets better depending on your mindset. Yeah. Life so is it's what up you to make you. It. Yeah, life is definitely what you make it. Um, I feel like somebody you who... You have to be optimistic, not pessimistic. Facts. Um, I feel like somebody who, like, struggles with depression, I used to let depression kind of, like, cripple me. And I, w- I used to have, like, this woe is me attitude, like, always feeling sorry for myself. So you, for yourself personally, you have to learn how to navigate your depression. And I say that is because, you know, I give myself time to be in my feelings and feel certain feelings, but I don't give myself too much time. Like, okay, you, you went through these emotions. Now what's step two? So you need to learn what works for you, and you have to learn how to navigate your own life. Going back to what we said earlier, find things that make you happy. Stop looking at on the outside on what you think you should be doing and find out what makes you 
happy. You know, like you said, you want to stop making reckless decisions. And, you know, a lot of times, a lot of the decisions, and this is so unfortunate and crazy, a lot of times people make decisions because of the people around them or what they're seeing. It's not really something that you want to do. And that's something that I learned in a very young age. So don't let people pressure you. Like, if you're going out and you don't want to drink, don't fucking drink. Like, a lot of times people be like, oh, I hate drinking, but they, they, they let their friends pressure them and taking shots or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. I'm just using that for an example. So, and getting older is such a blessing. I feel like I have changed so much in this past, like, three months because I decided in the new year that I'm actively working on myself. I'm actively admitting my flaws. I'm actively knowing that I'm not perfect, and I'm accepting those flaws but I'm also working on them. Nobody is perfect. And it's a blessing to get older. Some people don't get to see 30. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't get to see 40. So getting older is a blessing and it's inevitable. So you just need to learn how to navigate it. Amen. All right. (laughs) Well, thank y'all for... Thank y'all for, you know, listening to another episode of Poor Minds. And we about and, to you sing know, today. it's karaoke time, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. I don't know what we singing, but we about to sing something. Oh, I know what we singing. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. And we are here to talk to y'all about GoodDaySense.com. Yes, I love me a good candle. And Good Day Sense candles smell so good. And they're soy-based candles. My face. So there's nothing better than getting your house super clean, Uh mopping, sweeping, all that good stuff, and lighting a candle. And let me tell you, my favorite scent is black love. I like to manifest that in the air because that's what I want. Yeah. And so... And it's vanilla. I feel like you can never go wrong with the vanilla candle. I mean, it's fall time. That's the kind of scents we need. So also, you can use code P-O-U-R, that's poor and get 25% off of your order. So go to gooddaysense.com and get your candle and use our discount code and have your house smelling good. Listen, you punk motherfuckers. What we do, man? Hey, man, check this out. April 30th. Come on, going to Denver, Colorado. Yes, we is. Three-headed monster, man. We're gonna be at the Bell Cove Theater. Cause you know, three-headed monster, like you a monster. Yep. And then I'm a monster, and then okay. you go a monster, and then it's a we put it all like in one little dragon tail. Dragon tail, dragon tail. No, it's no, some shit harder than dragon tail. Oh. Like some dragon balls. But you know, dragon tail had like two-headed monster. We just added another motherfucker on it. Nah, they got nah. Oh, okay. Just like in the <laughs> nah, 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 dragon nah, nah. nah, but yeah, Denver. See, it's the weed. It's the different weed that we're going to be on when we go to the Belco Theater. I hope you're good 30th. this time. Man, yeah, so check that out. 85 South Show. Me, DC Young Fly. 
Chico Bean. You know Come it. to a theater near you. You got the laugh right. No, baby, no, baby, no, baby, no. 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 If you take your love away from me, I'll go crazy. I'll go Go ahead now. You've got your problems, baby, and I got mine. Let's just spend it all by putting it together. Yeah. Because when you say you love me, it don't mean nothing. If you can't, you be there like you used to be. Yeah. I'm searching for the words to make you realize that I really, really want you to stay. Oh, tis a frustration I hold inside. But if you walk away, you'll make this grown man cry. Darling. Don't leave me, girl. Please stay with me tonight. I'll go crazy, crazy. 